0: Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j That's dot leecomau In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome to this week. I am sitting in my stinky hot car, so you may hear traffic behind me, but I want to tell you a little story this week, Um, and I'm going to get straight into it. It is not a bitch, because I'm not here to have a bitch, but it is another opportunity for you to possibly learn or glean from my experiences, which is the whole idea of sharing what I share. Um, And this one is around how we we communicate, mainly professionally, but you can absolutely 100% translate this to personally, but how we communicate when we are feeling bullied. And I was going to be a little bit more general and be like, oh, when we're feeling under pressure, but you know what? I want to speak to this itself. And it's, it's, I could dive into it and I might in future episodes, but I just wanted to at least have this intro to it here. And I want to use the word bullied or feeling like we're being bullied because it's a big challenge that a lot of people feel. They feel this at home or they can feel this at home, but a lot of people feel this in the workplace, whether it's from a boss or a colleague, um, someone of a more senior position that isn't their boss (laughs) or isn't in their line, their hierarchy line or anything like that, but, you know, is still behaving in that way. I want to speak to it because there is a way through it. And it's not necessarily going to change the other person's behavior, but hopefully it gives you a little bit more oomph, like a little bit more empowerment to assert yourself in a way that isn't as reactive or isn't bullying back or isn't even starting, you know, a a quote unquote fight of sorts. Um, But it is effective and it doesn't give them anywhere, any room to keep bullying and if they do they just show themselves for the dickheads that they are truly so or the dickheads that they are being let's say so this is an example taken from my corporate life there was once a time at one of my roles where I was in my you know marketing and comms position and there was A director, one of the directors, um, who was not in my direct upline, like not in my management line. I reported directly to the managing director slash co-owner, but one of the other directors who believed fully that he should have been my boss from the moment that I that I came in. Um, And. He was well known for throwing his weight around and for putting pressure on people and expecting the world um, and for expecting all of this without regard to the rest of the functions of the business, the rest of the departments that still had their own things to take care of and other departments to take care of. And in my role, in a marketing comms role or in a PR role, you, you kind of, <laughs> you're lucky in the sense, generally you're lucky in the sense And lucky could be used either way, facetiously or honestly, but you're lucky in the sense because it means that you get to take care of multiple areas, multiple departments, multiple you know areas. Um, And that was that was the case for me. I was virtually the sole person in my department. I was the department almost, (laughs) Um, and I was taking care of um, several different aspects of the brands as well as several different brands under the umbrella of the company and um, and there was one day that at the time we were using skype predominantly as our like you know main form of contact between offices like we'd have skype calls like group skype calls or like just chats to just you know things that could be more of a conversation rather than an email it actually worked quite well i i've It's probably the precursor to what people use Slack for now, I would say, or or platforms like Slack. Um, But I digress. (laughs) The reason I bring up Skype is because I once, so I got caught on a Skype call. It was not a video call. It was just an audio call with this person for an hour because this person just wanted to tell me how much they needed from me and how much they needed me to do for them. You know, nothing overtly wrong yet. And except for the fact that it was largely complaining instead of productive, instead of working with me on going, okay, well, when you consider this and when you consider that I need information from you in order to deliver said thing that you were asking for, That's where it became an issue, and that's where it became this hour-long, if not bullying, domineering, or attempt at domineering conversation of basically his needs, his needs, his needs, his needs, without actually giving me information. So I know that there are people listening out there who are like, holy shit, I can relate because... The main issues I have at work is not having the information I need or not being given the information I need. But people are always still bitching, complaining about it, not being done. And it's a real issue. It's a real issue in workplaces. Um, So when it comes to how you can navigate when you're feeling bullied or domineered is. Focus on the goal, not your goal, not their goal but the greater goal and how your goal and their goal fits into that. And keep focusing on that and keep bringing them back to that. It's going to mean that you need to step up and be the reasonable yet assertive one, which can be super frustrating, 100%. But there's this empowerment that happens. There's this really powerful feeling and I really enjoy it. I don't enjoy being spoken to like that. But I loved the feeling of when I got off that call. Uh, this is in an open plan office also, by the way. So everyone else in the office is, is listening to my side of the conversation. Um, I am positive that I, that I spotted a few eye rolls in, in the meantime, Like, because, again, like I said, well-known person in their behavior. Um, but this is in an open plan office where people were hearing my side of conversation and I actually got congratulated when I got off the phone saying that I handled it really well and this was only a few months into that role, um, that particular role or that particular workplace. So what do you do when you're feeling flustered or bullied, especially in the workplace when you're trying to get your work done, someone's putting pressure against you but not actually being helpful, they're just being domineering, keep focusing on the goal. How I navigated this was, okay, for me to do this for you, for me to deliver, and I, and I, I don't know where this came from because I was young. I was in my early to mid-20s at the time. So, you know, like, not young, young, but still young. <laughs> still, like, finding my voice and figuring that out. But get clear on what it is that you need in order to do your role. For me, it was information from the departments because there was no way I could know the information that I needed to put into the material that they wanted without them passing that on to me. It was as simple as that. So for me, it was information, the details of what they wanted rather than just make this up. It's like, okay, what do you want in it? Make it up. (laughs) So when you're feeling like this, know what you need in order to deliver to what they're asking for. And obviously there's a few pre-checks on this list before the conversation, which is why it's useful to kind of ponder in the meantime, right? Know what you need before, like, in order to deliver what they're asking for, and then just keep coming back to that. Don't get caught up in the argument. Don't get caught up in the defensiveness or the name, definitely not the name calling. That did not enter into our conversation. Definitely don't do that. Um, But really focus on, okay, cool, I'm hearing, like, if you want me to do this for you, I would love to do that for you, if it's within your scope also. This is assuming that. If it's within your job role, your scope, your responsibilities, hell yes, this is what this conversation is about. Yes, I would love to do that for you. What I need in order to do that for you is I need the information. So can we work out a way to funnel that information through from you, or your department to me in a timely fashion. So then I have time to then create and deliver what it is that you're asking for, because I can't create it if I don't have the details. And you may have to repeat it over that hour long conversation. I absolutely didn't say it just once or twice or five times. I'm sure that I came back to it 10 or more times because he kept, and this is what happens. When they're caught in, I must domineer, I must domineer, even if they aren't aware of it, this is what happens. They start to get caught in a circle, in a cycle, of their own bullshit, of sorts. And they may be a great person, but sometimes bullshit shows up, right? So this is what I'm speaking, I'm not speaking to the person itself, I'm speaking to the behaviour. They get caught up in their own cycle of bullshit, and then it doesn't leave room for them to step out of it so you need to create room they may or may not step out of it but it this means that you've held yourself in integrity and at and at the very least given space for the potential for this outcome you've let them know what it is that you need and you've you've kept the conversation moving forward in the direction of the goal so we're coming back to that goal what is the overall goal deliver for the business what is the goals within that overall goal they wanted this particular piece of material i needed information in order to deliver that piece of that piece of material, they were the goals. My goal was information getting and their goal was uh, material receiving, (laughs) which served the greater goal. So I just kept bringing it back to that. And this is what you can do. So especially if you know what your needs are enough, this is why it's important and okay and valid to check in with what your needs are. You can see how this starts to translate into our personal relationships, right? But as long as you know what your needs are, how that works, and what you need to do about it, then you get to keep bringing it back to that, go, okay, cool, I'm hearing what you need is this, A, they feel heard, great, that's nice for anyone, sometimes it's enough to jolt them out of their fuckery for a moment, right, out of their cycle, okay, great, I'm hearing that you need this, they go, oh, cool, yeah. Best case scenario. Oh, cool, yeah, that's exactly what I need. Okay. Look, in order for me to deliver that, I want to, but this is what I need. And explain why. Because it's impossible for me to create that without the information, because you're after information to go on it. You have that information because you're the department. You're the person that gains that information, not me. I gain it from communication into departmentally. Keep coming back to that. If they cycle again, go, yep, okay, I'm hearing you. So what about this? Repeat yourself. Repeat yourself. Maybe say it a different way, but keep coming back to the goal. I don't recommend spending an hour on the phone doing it. (laughs) Like I said, I was young. But there's an assertion that happens when you focus on the goal and there's kind of a satisfaction that happens when especially when they are in this case a director not necessarily even your direct report like you know person to report to but a director who isn't communicating as well as they could be and you are There's a sense of satisfaction in knowing that you are showing up to the best of your ability regardless of how others are. And this is what I mean by leaders are all sorts of people. They're found everywhere because we lead ourselves first. You don't need a certain rank. If I left it up to the directors or that director even in that moment, I'm talking about behavior still, if I left it up to that director based on their behavior in that moment, there's no guidance and leadership there. There's no there's no even subtle or unintentional mentoring or accidental mentoring. There's no leadership being shown, but I don't need to wait for that. I got to lead myself and go, okay, well, what is it that I need, and state that. And it's not a a you're not doing this, so I'm not doing that kind of conversation either. It's not a it's not a bickering. It's a going, yep, cool all right so let's work together and i definitely brought that i remember this conversation very vividly this was a long time ago this is years ago now i remember it very vividly yep i hear like what i really think would work best for us in this instance is if we work together a bit better so something like how we how can we set up a funnel of information from you guys through to me that you need put on this material and then I can create it with like more easily and, and with more flow and quickly for you. So you can come back to the why not just going, I need this, you go, cool, yeah. I let's figure out a way together. You could say that. Let's figure out a way together so that you can get this. Because it doesn't happen out of thin air. Notice how it's constantly focusing on the goal. What is the desired outcome? Yes, it can be easy to get caught up in the bullshit of it. It can be easy to get caught up in the, oh, he's speaking to me that way and he shouldn't speak to me that way. Absolutely, he shouldn't speak to me that way. No one should be spoken to in that way yet. (laughs) There are more effective ways of dealing with it and getting upset about it if you have a reaction anchor yourself ground yourself find a safe space if you need a pause be like look I don't like the direction or the tone that this conversation is having why don't you put down in an email exactly what it is that you need and I can address it that way so you're asking for space yet still not blocking them right and then you can navigate and manage and ground in the way that you need to center in the way that you need to But you're not getting caught up in it. This is how we step out of reaction. This is practicing with emotion, like, it's emotional awareness because we are aware that even if we don't understand where it's coming from or whatever is going on for the other person, we are aware that they are caught in some kind of emotional loop. Sometimes it's an emotional desire to feel powerful, to feel like, you know, they have power over or that they are, you know, able to. And we can acknowledge that and still move it forward and hold and set the standard moving forward as well. This is what setting the standard in leadership is all about as well. We don't need to wait for others. We get to do it. So I hope this has been helpful. Just a quick little one. Let me know. How this feels, let me know any examples that show up for you in this instance, like in these, you know, in this story. Have you experienced something like this as well? Have you had that moment where you got to assert yourself? Or have, I, have you had that moment where you recognized this is how you could have and now you know better for next time? Because it's not that you've done anything wrong. It's just that we are always doing the best with what we can, the best we can with what we know. So it's how you move through and navigate communication and conflict when you're feeling bullied, particularly in the workplace, but again, works, like, works properly in personal relationships too, especially if you have a common goal. But we're not being condescending in that response either. We're not being patronising. We're being genuinely wanting to help. And we can be genuinely wanting to help without bending over backwards, breaking our backs and, you know, being spoken to or allowing ourselves to be domineered or worked off our feet when we're not getting what we need in order to do our job properly anyway. So this is how we lead. This is how we set the standard and change the standard for how we lead. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your day. And consider how you can do this differently or more of this for yourself. Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.